Hi everyone and welcome to Tick 10 for Torah number 832. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiismachatik10fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family in memory of Fred Lewis, Fibel Yitzchak, Ben Aftali, David Zichron, and Levracha. May the Torah we learn be an aliyah to his neshama. And so, this week's parasha, Parsha's bow, at the end of the parasha, we have a very important mitzvot, Kaddish Likol Bachar. We have the Pasuk of um, Petar Rechem, the, the whole idea of uh, redeeming the firstborn. And at the end of both of those mitzvos, it says, or something like that, and it, this shall be as a sign on your arms. And so this actually makes up two of the paragraphs, these paragraphs at the end of Parshas Bo, two of the paragraphs that we insert into tefillin, either into the separate compartments or on the long scroll of the Shalyad, these sections are in the tefillin laos al-yodecha, and they are specifically called signs. What does that mean? So it seems, as we'll see a little bit uh, later, that these signs are, are, are publicity. They are uh, testimony of something, of our beliefs, of the, the fundamentals that we, we, we ascribe to. These are the things that we that identify us. The Gemara Menacho says as follows, Yachal yaniach adam tefillin b'shabasas of yamim tovim. I might think a person should be wearing these tefillin, which have these osos, these signs, representative of these signs, on Shabbos and Yom Tov. Talmud Lamar, Only one who needs an os should be wearing tefillin, but Now the word os, this word sign, which we have to define a little bit better, that comes up in a few different mitzvos. For example, Shabbos and Yom Tov, the carbon Pesach, and one other mitzvah, which we'll get to soon, the mitzvah of Mila. And so there are a few osos in play, a few different signs, which show whatever the point is that we're trying to show. And the Gemara's point here is that on Shabbos and Yom Tov, which is already an os, you do not need to wear the os of tefillin. So only one os is required. More than that would be redundant. Rashi explains, Yamim she Yisrael tzrichim lahamid os al atzman lahakir shehim machzikin b'torah social HaKadosh Baruch The way he defines the os is to show that they are holding on tight to the Torah of Hashem, Yatsu Shavosos v'yamim tovim shehin atzman os ben HaKadosh Baruch Yisrael. They themselves already show the connection that we have to HaKadosh Baruch and it's unnecessary. To understand these osos a little bit better, we have a, a little a piece of the smag, the Sefer Mitzvah Sagadol, in his Asin Simin Gimel, he talks about the Shema generally. And the themes of the Shema, which we've discussed in the past, are so important that the Shema itself tells us how we are supposed to publicize them, learn them, teach them to our children. We're supposed to do all sorts of things with these things. We're supposed to put them on our arms and on our head and on our doorposts. We're supposed to be teaching them to our children. We're supposed to be talking about them when we're at home and we're away at night. During the day, we are supposed to do, uh, we are supposed to be busy with the themes that are in the Shema. Okay, so with that in mind, and, and the reminder that these ideas of Shema and loving God, and uh, the, the idea of mitzvos and mitzvos and reward and punishment in the second paragraph, so with that in mind, he says, The od darashti lahem, ki mishesh meos v'shlosha esri mitzvos. Of the 613 mitzvos, he writes, Shem Estavli Yisrael, the Jews were commanded, Ein lecha shom mitzvah shetehei os ve'edos. There is not a mitzvah which is described as an os, as a sign, as a testimony, ki im shalosh mitzvos. Only three. Vehem mila, v'shabes u'tfilin. Mila, shabes u'tfilin. Shenechtav v'shloshtan os. Because when the Torah writes these three, 
it refers to them as an os, as a sign. The Eidos li Yisrael and testimony for the Jews, Shehim avodim lahakadosh baruch that they be servants for hakadosh baruch hu. Val pishnayim edim yakum davar. And here's his really cool idea. He says there's a general rule in Jewish law that one witness is not sufficient. Apishnei edim, right? You need two witnesses. So there are three witnesses that exist, three osos. A person needs to have two at the same time. Any Yehudi Shalem, he writes, the person is not a full-fledged, complete, and totally uh, observant Jew. You need these two witnesses. Hilkach, therefore, he explains, B'Shabbos V'Yom Tov, Shnei Shabbos, right? Yom Tov or Shabbos, which is, you know, the same thing for this, these purposes. Okay, and those which are considered an oath, Pater Adam Eliyanech Tfilin, you don't have to wear Tfilin. Why? Because he says you already have two. There are already two witnesses. One is the Mila, and one is the Shabbos. You never need to have three, he seems to say. You don't need to have three. You only need to have Tefillin when you don't have Shabbos. Either. So uh, Mila, and again, it's interesting. This is only referring to men. Um, men have Mila, men have Tefillin. Uh, perhaps the women don't need Osos to the same extent. But in any event, these are two out of three are mitzvahs that only men generally do. And so, with that in mind, you have two at the same time. The mila, you know, kind of uh, goes around wherever you go. And the others depend on time. They're situational. On Shabbos and Yom Tov, you have the second oath, the second witness. And on Yom Tov, you do uh, you do as well, and therefore you don't need to have your tefillin as a second oath. That's the idea of the smak. Now, what comes up, interestingly, is the question, so now, what if I'm not keeping Shabbos? What if it is Shabbos, and I'm not keeping Shabbos? The example that's given uh, by one postake is, let's say a person's off to war and does not need to keep Shabbos, so the reality is, you know, of course they're not in breach, but at the same time they're not observing the Shabbos, so that sign is not visible upon them if they're not observing the Shabbos, so should that person wear tefillin? Similarly, the question is asked, let's say, a child cannot get a bris milah. So there are cases, the Gemara talks about if, let's say, God forbid, the brother, uh, a sibling of a child, is um, is uh, dies due to milah, there's some sort of risk or a threat to the baby in doing the milah, and for the kid's whole life, they can't do a bris milah. Should that kid, because they don't have a milah, right, maybe they should put tefillin on on Shabbos, because on a regular day, they have tefillin, and, uh, and the truth is, uh, that, that's about all they have, right? They don't, they don't have anything on a regular Tuesday. But the question is, except for the tefillin. But on Shabbos, maybe they should also be wearing tefillin, because the goal is to have the two osos, the two signs, because they're never walking around with Mila. And the post can answer pretty much as a one, that this is not exactly to be taken literal, uh, that you must have two. And the idea of not putting on tefillin on Shabbos is because you have enough osos already. It's not literally that. That is the theme. That is the the, the principle behind it. But for example, the Chumas Hadeshan says that the Smag, who says this, that's Derech Agada Ba'alma, he says it's not exactly, we're not going to make distinctions between different people and different, you know, a kid which has a Mila is, gonna wear tefillin, is not going to wear tefillin and one who doesn't have a Mila is going to wear tefillin. In addition, the Radvaz says, Right, even though a person who does not have the circumcision on them doesn't have those, is not holding the os, so to speak. Bal os who? They are a person who is a bal os. They they control that os. That, that os is still connected to them. They just can't do it. They're still connected to the mitzvah of mila, even if they themselves 
are not exhibiting the Mila. Now this is actually interestingly connected to a minog that exists that uh, we're supposed to keep tefillin on during a bris milah. Usually, you know, back in the day, people weren't tefillin all day. So when we talk about that os being on you all the time, it really was. Nowadays, we generally do not wear tefillin the entire day because tefillin need a state of uh, um, a bodily cleanliness, etc. For a variety of reasons, we don't wear tefillin all day. But at a bris milah, the old custom was, the shach, the Mogan Avram, and many others bring the custom, that we would leave tefillin on, especially because the bris happens right after davening. Now, interestingly, the Yerach HaShulchan over 100 years ago says that nowadays, in his time, 100 years ago, many brises were not done in shul, so you wouldn't put your tefillin back on, and even if you would do it in shul, so people wouldn't necessarily have their tefillin on. So whether or not you must have your tefillin on or not is, is a question, but it actually comes down to the same issue. We want to, even though, you know, bris milah is something we walk around with all the time, tefillin is something we do part of the time, but when we are doing a bris milah, the association between these two things being a sign, illustrating our beliefs, illustrating, again, what is the os of tefillin? The os of tefillin is the parashos that are included, the sign of my belief in the four paragraphs that we find at the end of uh, Parsha's bow, the Ramban talks about how important they are to remember God's involvement in the world. The first two parashos of Shema that talk about love of God, and also the Menesatim the, of the second paragraph, that if we do the mitzvahs, the rain comes, the idea of reward and punishment, the idea of belief in God, the idea of God's involvement in the world, which is illustrated at the end of this week's parasha in, in uh, Kadesh Li, and uh, all of these themes are so important. They act as the testimonial for our beliefs. And so that's why we have these associations with Tefillin and with Shabbos and with Mila. The three are connected, they're redundant, they're complementary, and like the Smog says, they testify about our fundamentals. And we should have, to the extent possible, two or maybe three and maybe as many as we can at a time. Have a great day.